luckily I'm driving, so I have a clear vision of, or semi-clear vision, we'll say, of what I want to say. And I was thinking about depression. Uh, that's a topic that uh, that gets thrown thrown around a lot, and um, and you know it's something that people don't understand. But they like to say, you know, depression is, you know, affects many people, and it does, and it's, it's really bad. But, um, what I don't like is that people say, oh, I'm depressed, or he's depressed, she's depressed, this, that. And they don't go any further than that. And they say, oh, and it's like, a, oh, I'm depressed. But nobody says, why are you depressed? What happens is that they say, oh, because of this, bad luck, I don't have this, I want this. Sometimes the depression comes from the ego and what the ego thinks it needs. But the, the deeper spirit, the, the, the soul spirit of a person, you know, that element knows what it needs. So the ego says, oh, if I can only get this, I'll be happy. But the spirit says, nah, I don't know. You're not, I don't think you're going to be happy. Would you just hang out? So the spirit says, you know, wait, wait, wait. Wait until the, until the better thing comes. The better thing will come if you wait. And, and because we're an impatient society, we don't want to wait. We want everything fast. We want everything quick and easy. But uh, that doesn't have the quality of of waiting for the right time, the right moment, the right situation, where everything is. You are in the center, the center of the hub of the wheel of life, like the wheel of fortune and a tarot card. Um, you know, you got to be in the center of any kind of a whirling wheel, like in the Buddhist too. So. And most people, you know, the wheel represents the upper and the lower, the circular aspect of time. And sometimes we're on top of the wheel and we feel all good. But then as the wheel turns, it goes to the bottom and then we feel bad, we're depressed because we didn't, we're not getting what we think we want. But what Jung, Carl Jung says, and certainly... I'm a great um, advocate of Carl Jung. Is you have to step out out of the whirling uh, events of people and men. Uh, we'll just say people and events. Sorry, people and events. And um, and nobody teaches you that because you know we're so involved with with every. St- Whatever state that we're in, uh, and that's just that's a human thing. Uh, we all go through this, so you know. Sometimes we go through it intensely. Sometimes, you know. But um, so anyway, depression um, is a aspect of the uh, alchemy of the ancients, where. You have to turn yourself black. I mean, 
not literally, but it metaphorically, uh, spiritually, mystically, you turn yourself into the Negrito. And a, a similar uh, example would, would be that is like the butterfly. The butterfly, you know, the butterfly is, is the caterpillar. The caterpillar is the, that makes the transformation, the metamorphosis. And uh, the metamorphosis requires one to be, to go into that black state where everything, there's no light. And you have to trust the process. The process of transformation means you have to go through the transformation and accept it. Just like the caterpillar, caterpillar has to go through that transformation to become the butterfly. And something, the, the ugly aspect of us crawling on the ground like the caterpillar you know we want as humans we want the same thing we want to be transformed we want to fly we want to be beautiful but this society doesn't teach you it says oh you're depressed here's some pills okay that's going to mask the depression but you're still depressed because you haven't looked at the core aspect of what's going on which is your your understanding to your own self your own psyche so if you don't understand your own psyche uh, you're, you're, it's the cycle is going to repeat you're going to be like that down part of the, of the of the circle of the wheel and and you're just gonna take pills and try to compensate it to give you a fake uh, a fake uh, superiority meaning uh, you become elevated through the drugs through the chemicals to, to try to uh, fake out the fact that you're actually at the lowest point of your life so you're trying to equalize the two and um, so that's what dr drugs are a mask and drugs themselves depending on what it is they're a companion like uh, since we're alone we're born alone and we're gonna die alone I don't care how many family members you have around you you're still gonna die by yourself and to have a bunch of people around you watch you die I don't know about that it doesn't seem cool like oh yeah well, let me traumatize you with me dying in front of you yeah is that love I don't know yeah yeah okay yeah I don't want to traumatize people like that it's, it's, it's too much trauma in the world. So um, the drugs, drugs ask, act as a sort of a companion. Because when you're on drugs, you feel, you feel, in a sense, uh, no, you feel objective. You feel an objective part of you acting through you. It's hard to, it's hard to describe words but um, you feel like if you don't have a friend the drugs are your friend because they the drugs creates the effect of you being away from the world away from the the, the world that uh, you have to exist in so it kind of like gives you a little space the effect gives you a space to remove yourself from the world and to remove all the subjectivity 
that you're have to engage with with everything you do with the people and your situations and so forth and you and you feel it it's like you feel the drugs I mean you know each drug has a specific um, effect um, but um, what happens too is like artists are deeply affected by drug use obviously because they they are uh, put up in a pedestal and through their efforts they want to do good they want to be loved this or that but what happens they be put they, they put themselves or they are placed on a pedestal and on that pedestal you're all alone there's nobody to support you you have people around you say how great you are and you know but they don't ex people around you don't ex know that they don't know what you're going through and other celebrities that hang out and they say oh yeah we, we feel like this uh, fans are you know they got their thing they're obsessed but you know they're always that that that's isolation uh, a, a great artist or an artist any artist well all, all of us we're all isolated so, and so we, a lot of people, they take the drugs to kind of um, find, it's like a companion. The drugs are a companion for people. And what drugs do is they, they put you in a, in a deeper unconscious level where you can go into that deeper level of the psyche and explore it. But there's no guidelines. There's nobody to help you. So a lot of times people go into that state and they're all by themselves. There's nobody to support them. And and the, the more pressure from the outside world, the more uh, inclined an artist wants to go into that deeper drug-induced state to kind of remove themselves because to remove themselves from the pressure of, of the expectation. Because once you become famous, it's all expectation. People will give you nothing other than their projection of what they expect you to be since you the artist who blew up became something more than just mundane so people live their mundane lives and they see the artist the artist gives them a little hope life love whatever but it, you know the artist is like alone the artist is totally and other artists, again, don't... They can only compare the situation. They, they can't help each other. And uh, so it's, it's really a bad situation. So depression is is usually... Well, not all the time, but usually a, 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 a message from your psyche that you need to do something different. That the situation you're in needs to change and unfortunately people they 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 don't understand that the change occurs within themselves so then they project everything out onto society say if society didn't project this on me um, you know I, I would be perfect you know people you know complain about the police politicians their parents their friends their job, you know, it goes on and on. 
And they said, oh, if I had a better job, if I had this or better friend. And um, you know, it, 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 it's, you got to do it within yourself. And it's hard. Nobody wants to do that because it's hard. Who wants to do hard things? Nobody. Everybody wants to do easy things. We all like, we all want our artists to give us free stuff, right? And then we don't compensate them. And so the artist gives their life. They, they literally give their life for us. And uh, now it's like, hey, you know, we demand that they do that. And that's not fair. We owe them everything. We owe them... We owe them the, the fact that they are taking that risk. That taking that risk in, in exposing themselves emotionally in, in, in an incredibly intimate way through their music. And we, people like, we take it for granted. And, and then we want, uh, you know, free stuff. We want uh, whatever we expect them to service us because we're we're as a as a mass we're not afraid to take any risk we don't go into any emotional place that it's gonna you know upset us or, or make us grow no so anyway that's my ideas about depression i have more but hey everybody you ooh, ooh, ooh. see you later morning everyone um, whoever likes to listen or whoever wants to listen whoever has time to listen it's all good welcome um, I was thinking about today my experience with uh, electronic music production and um, it's hard to really pinpoint when I decided like very accurately but I, I would estimate it it was January 2015 that I said, "Yeah, this is uh, I got to do this um, production uh, because I uh, need to express myself in this format within the music and the software." I use Ableton software. I've used it since nine, Ableton nine, and. Um, I found it very difficult because I'm not technically advanced. I, I am intimidated by um, tech, but um, you know I persevered and I'm still persevering and learning new things. And now it's much I'm much more fluid in using the software. And uh, the thing is, there's uh, there's so many techniques and so many different uh, tutors on YouTube. It seems overwhelming, and it was overwhelming back in 2015, all the way through 2018, I say, because it seemed like just it was too much to take in, and I have to had to rework my brain to think more uh, in a rational way. It's not that I don't think rational, but the per, uh, the software itself 
forces you to think in its own terms. So you can't apply rationality to something abstractly to a software that is very specific on its on its usage as far as the user is concerned. So I considered I I knew that I had to do it and I remember in the beginning I said I, I could barely open up the software without having like a meltdown and it was it was really hard because it's um, it, it was so in something like I was I it's like a part of my brain I've never really developed and it's 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 like wow it's like it was so hard. It, it it is still hard. It's so it's so foreign to me. It's so so sterile. When I started it, the whole process of music production was like it was like alien. It had no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine putting myself into the software to create music that actually had emotion and feeling and. I kind of transcended um, quality about it, and I said, "How the hell am I going to do this? This is this is so horrible." Um, and another thing, as an introvert, I, I wor worry about is the the fact that the software is composed, created by a group of particular people, and what you're doing is. Um, are becoming the, well the software is the host and you are becoming integrated within the software and the software is the people and the software is German in origin and um, all our thoughts that we have are in in linguistic form so everything we think depending on our language we think in the forms of language so the software Ableton which is German the, the software is a German construct based on the language and the structure of the language and communicated through people into the software so the language makes the software because everything that we see in life is a is a manifestation from how people uh, understand things through language. So each society is different because of the structure of the language, and then you have, of course, other factors. That's not the only thing. So I'm uh, working on a software. I said, "Oh my God, how can I do this? This is hard." But there's that thing in me. I said, I "Have to do it because I have nothing else to do." I mean, what? There's no. There's nothing to. I burned the bridge. You have to make. You have to burn that bridge behind you and say, you know, if I could do this, if I could really do it, and I just stick to it, you know, good things will come. And it right now, good things are coming, and um, it, it's a slow process, but it's it's developing. So it's me. Um, Becoming like like I feel like a Borg or something. Becoming immersed in the technology, and you know I was afraid of that. 
was afraid that I, I, I as an introvert, I don't want to be part of somebody's psychic matrix. So, and I began, when I started with Ableton, I sensed the, the, the Germanic um, uh, unconscious vibration. Because everything's vibration starting from the smallest, just like um, quantum theory, you know, everything's chaos at the at the quantum level, and then we through the into the material world it becomes less uh, chaotic, but still everything at its low lowest denominator is this this vibration, which is they work out in string theory, so. So I would work on this Ableton, and then I would I would go into the zone that I had escaped from it, and then I would look at pictures of old World War II era German tanks, which I I like. I always liked them as as just their designs since a kid, like the, uh, the Tiger Tiger tank and. Um, and the various other tanks, and as a kid, you don't really understand that they're they're death machines, you know. But uh, you romanticize things on a different level because if you were to understand the real application of these machines, you would just say, "Oh God, Almighty!" So. Um, yeah, so I would I would drift off and start looking at a bunch of German tanks, and um, it made me realize I made the connection that the, the software is a kind of a tank itself, in which it's uh, something that encloses something that um, you like, just like you go uh, people go inside an army tank. And they're enclosed with the, in the confines of it. You are actually entering the software yourself, and you're you're become part of the software. You become the human element within the machine, which is the software. So the same thing with the tank. You become the human element that adds a dynamic to basically just a, a um, you know, just a, a thing with steel with guns and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting. So I didn't want to be, I didn't want to submit to these Ableton people or any doll at all. Because, uh, you know, I, I want to be independent. I value my independence a lot. But I had to compromise, just like we have to compromise on a lot of things. I had to compromise my, my authenticity at least for a few years before I became fluent within uh, the parameters of the software. And it was tough because I didn't want to give up my authenticity because I, I live in a different world. But I have to be in this world too. And now I, I realize that it's more imperative right now that I be integrate my inner world in the outer world and it seems obvious that uh, the the, the uh, music software is that bridge between the two where I can actually become, I can 
give my inner, let's say visions, for lack of a better word, into into a format that then people can see that that's an aspect of myself. And then maybe they can become inspired if it's it's if it's good enough that people can look at look at music in a different way, different um, perspective. Because all all new art is a perspective. All what new art does is offer a new perspective. And that's that's a new perspective on who we are and how we approach abstraction within ourselves and outside ourselves so like so 2015 it's like real hard it's like a lot of torture I don't think I could do it but I know I can so you question yourself oh this is stupid too I can't do this it's too hard I, I, I wasn't born into this I, I'm, I'm a baby boomer I, I know nothing I only know baby boomer rules but then I said, no, I don't want to be a baby boomer. Even though I am, I don't want to act like one. I want to be different. So I kept on doing it. And, and things started happening. I started making tracks that I didn't even know how they came about. And some things happened unconsciously. And I said, whoa, this is so good. But I didn't even really consciously try to create it. It just came came by its own volition so it's like wow that's great but obviously well naturally I have to be more I have to combine the the, the rational cognitive uh, operation to the unconscious and if it, it when and it's working fine but it has to be more fluid and not be so stressed out or a lot of times in the early times I would just open it Ableton up and I, I would be exhausted for the rest of the day I, I couldn't even I, I couldn't even move and my uh, have had a terrible headache just like these worst these horrible you know mental headaches that I've never experienced before so like uh, so it, it just got easier and easier and um, I had, you know, EDM as a reference. Luckily, I had that. But I didn't have EDM, Skrillex, and Dead Mouse, that, and others. Uh, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't have been able to musically have that background that would guide me on. It, so, musically speaking, I, I, without that, which I knew was something new, uh, I, w I wouldn't be able to do something that I thought could be new, it's different. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the way it is. And um, right now my whole concept of music is that it, sh it has to be the whole genre thing is a very it's a limiting paradigm and uh, uh, I was very proud of Miha for her recognition of of bypassing genres and she did that a long 
a few years ago, and I respect that tremendously. And um, I had the, the great honor to meet her too. Let's see, and then so uh, my ideas is the I, I can't I can't be limited. I can't be limited by oh I'm a dubstep guy or uh, uh, this um, trap guy. I don't know what I, I can't I can't understand what that is. It's it's like it, it, it's like an excuse. It's like oh I'm I'm a techno guy, and then you say like, oh so it's like it's like the decision is made for you of, of what you how you're going to express yourself. I'm a techno guy. So then what you go do is you become more efficient in learning little tricks. From the Ableton tutors on uh, YouTube and other people, you become more like a uh, a, um, a magician who does parlor tricks just to fool people, because you you have the 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 setting all there for you, like you, whatever genre, and people accept that. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm into this. I'm into that. But then you become more this 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 evil scientist or something, and and you, and you learn all these little tricks that nobody notices because they already accepted the music themselves as what they want. So all these 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 producers that do all this stuff, these little things they think that people are gonna notice, but they don't. What people notice is the whole vibe of the music itself. Like I just went to the Avalon, Hollywood, and I said, "Oh man, this is flat. It's the same stuff they've been playing for like years, and, and, and nothing impressed me. It was just like the same, the same routine, the same kind of like uh, four in the floor, you know, rhythmic." things just to get people to dance and it's like even the drops were like lame you, uh, well you could blame this I know that the sound system the PA is different you know maybe go somewhere it's really good somewhere else somewhere else so, so. but it was I was like wow this is not good but I miss the people I miss the uh, kids I miss the kids a lot because I, I feel they're. I just feel I I just connect with them. I just connect with young people because it's. Uh, I just like them. I just like being with them. And I know you know I can teach I can, not teach them but share my experience. Cause I I don't like teach I don't like to say I'm a teacher. Who. It, it, it's pompous. It's pompous and pretentious. We all share things with people. We share things with each other, our experiences, and the people take that experience that say I have, and then they they combine it with their own experience, and they they build a composite a structure of different experiences, and that's how you build life. That's how you build your life. So you know, I, if I can share something, I feel happy. If if I think I'm going to teach somebody something, uh, I don't know. So maybe the thing I I think that they should know is not the thing they should know, but 
But if you share experience with somebody that's real, and then good. I'm driving, you know. <clears throat> There's something going on here. Um, yeah. So. So anyway, uh, right now I'm in a state of 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 listening to sound, not as as to build a construct, but to kind of break it down and to reorganize it into something that comes through from from the surface that people know but are unconscious of. It's just like, uh, you know, 2010. And um, I think 2020 should be a good year of something happening. Because everything is in cycles, you know, cycles of seven, cycles of ten. So, um, so working on, I'm working on things, and I like, I like bells a lot. Something, there's something, bells, bells are the, the they're, they're, that's why church bells, and they, they're the, they're the, the essence, the pure sound, you know. The, time you hear a bell you feel it's the most quintessential sound that transcends normal consciousness into the to the non-rational so and to combine bells and to create kind of a kinesthetic um, feeling because the, the kinesthetic quality of the music is something you 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 it, it grabs you like it holds you it holds you like a hug uh, but the, the sound can't do that to you can 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 grasp grasp your your essence and that's what music uh, in my opinion should be rather than just uh, satisfy a certain protocol like like you go to a house house event or something and it's all house music and that's what you like no the music has to be it's kinesthetic so it's physical and uh, so how do you make physical music like that well you experiment and you you ask a lot of questions you say is this is this me? So I'm like writing, I'm like putting stuff on Ableton. I say, is this me or is this something else? I'm trying to get in, pretend it's me. Like I never go to movies because they have soundtracks. I don't want to hear movie soundtracks. I hate movies. I, they're all the same. They're all this sweeping classical string stuff. And I, that's not real. Uh, uh, there's a famous quote from Schoenberg says that uh, you know I, you know I won't do mu music, I won't do mu uh, movies, and um, I don't know what the exact quote, but he was saying in essence that um, the music shouldn't be uh, subordinate to to something like a movie or the visual. Uh, the music is it's just, it should stand on its own. 
it's early uh, Beethoven. You listen to Beethoven, you hear Beethoven, and you know, you feel Beethoven. He doesn't need a movie to, to bring out the fact that he's Beethoven with the Ninth Symphony or Third Symphony, Fifth Symphony. All of them, all the stuff. Quartets. So, anyway, I kind of... That's all my that's all my thoughts right now, so every part of you ooh, ooh, ooh. Goodbye, I'll see you next time. Take care.